everybody, it's Stephen Burrell here, and welcome to Now and Men, the podcast on men, masculinities, and gender equality. Yes, hello everyone, it's Sandy Ruxton here too, and today we're bringing you a special bonus episode to explore the fallout from Spain's victory at the Women's Football World Cup, and the subsequent actions of the Spanish Football Federation president, Luis Rubiales. Uh, And we thought it was important to explore in more depth the Spanish context, the wider implications for gender equality. And as part of this, of course, what we know about the reactions of men to to what has happened. Yeah. And so we're uh, therefore delighted to have with us a prominent pro-feminist activist in Spain, uh, Ilario Saif Mendef. Avid listeners to our podcast will remember that we recorded our episode six at a men's march in Sevilla against violence towards women which Ilario played a leading role in organising. He's also a sociologist, the president of the Social Initiative Foundation, and is actively involved in the Men's Network for Equality and the Men Engage Iberia Network. Uh, So thank you so much for coming on the show, Ilario. Well, thank you uh, for inviting me to this uh, podcast that I am a fan of. Well, I mean, just to start off with, I suppose it's important to remember, isn't it, through all of this, that actually... Well, first of all, the tournament was amazing and so entertaining and that there was a fantastic achievement by the Spanish women's team in winning the World Cup for the first time. And I guess one of the sad things about this whole fiasco is that it's taken the spotlight away from the success of the these amazing uh, women players. Um, so, yeah, perhaps could, could you just start off with just telling us a little bit about how the team's actual victory was received uh, in, in Spain? Well, uh, you know that nowadays uh, you've got one uh, historic game uh, every weekend. So perhaps uh, you might think that the victory of of the Spanish team was not that important, but it was important, at least uh, not only in the sports uh, field, but also in the social field. Uh, In the sports field, there has been a, a quite a, a big growth of, of uh, uh, women playing football uh, and, and we have had some uh, big sport clubs uh, bringing their women's uh, team also in, in, a, in a Spanish league. Uh, but really uh, the Spanish team was uh, only the third time that came into this uh, uh, World Cup so that they were able to beat England that was... Uh, the one that anyone, all, all people was was expecting to win, had so this attention. There was people gathering uh, in Madrid and all over the uh, country uh, to see the match. Uh, that after we have had uh, uh, up to seventy thousand people watching uh, uh, football between the, the, the national cup. Uh, so. In some way, it was uh, the first time that women's uh, sport had the as, not as much, but quite a good uh, amount of attention from the whole country. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, it was uh, a pity that uh, we've been talking all the time about this behavior of a man mm-hmm. instead of the victory of mm-hmm. women. But I must mm-hmm. say that... that uh, Mm, the big victory, the, the real historic big victory is the one that they have won outside the, f- the sport field against mm. this uh, male chauvinism, uh, because that is really historic in that sense. Mm. Yes, and I guess the presumably the, the success in the 
in the World Cup kind of enabled them, gave them a platform to be able to really shine a spotlight on Ooh. these issues. Uh, of course, we will also gloss over the fact that it was England who were beaten in the final. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we would have liked to have spent lots more time dwelling on the achievements of the team and the tournament as a whole. Um, but perhaps we should move on swiftly to the kind of main controversy of, of what happened afterwards. Um, so for listeners who are unfamiliar with the details, at the end of the final, when Spain had beaten England 1-0, during the trophy presentation ceremony, Luis Rubiales uh, kind of bear-hugged every one of the Spanish players as they collected their medals. And then he grabbed one of the players, uh, the striker, Yeni Hermoso, and kissed her on the lips. Uh, and in addition to that as well, at the end of the match, he celebrated by grabbing and kind of thrusting his crotch just metres away from the Queen of Spain and her 16-year-old daughter, who he was sitting next to. And of course, all of this was being recorded on live television across the world. And, um, and then, so as it became apparent uh, what had happened in the days afterwards, members of the Spanish government and other people, both within and beyond football, started publicly voicing their criticism of Rubiales' behaviour. Um, yeah, so could you perhaps take it from there, Ilario, about, you know, why was it, in your view, that this did so quickly lead to these significant protests which we've seen against violence against women in Spain and kind of expressions of solidarity for the women's uh, team? Yes, the timing is important. I think uh, that the first people to come out and to point that that was something really... Uh, I wouldn't find the words that, that you, you, you used to, to, to show what he was doing, holding his crotch. Uh, mm. and, and this uh, grabbing and kissing was really something that uh, very um, obvious uh, of, 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 of a behavior that was not um, something that could be taken as, as normal. Uh, so there were a few people at the, at the beginning that came, came out and, and pointed that that, that was... Uh, was, was talking about the kiss and said it was unconsented, that there was, was no consent on, the, on that kiss. And you have to remember that we have uh, something, a, a big discussion about this law of uh, the law of yes, uh, it's only yes, uh, which had to do with consent. With consent. So the fact that that was uh, done in that way uh, made uh, that more people came uh, and started to uh, point that that was uh, an inconvenient behavior on the part of this president, which is, which, who was already very polemic. But the, the big role, the, the big movement, the big way of, 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 of uh, uh, protesting against that came when, when he uh, gave a speech uh, in two days afterwards, or uh, on Friday, uh, the next uh, uh, week, when he really did, uh, did a, 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 a male chauvinist performance from the beginning to the end. It, actually, mm. many of us are using that speech to show how uh, what we call here machista, machista behaves. Uh, mm. And it was so obvious that the whole, uh, the whole uh, I would say, most people in the country even the people that normally don't get into these uh, questions pointed out as, as, as really inconvenient. And, and mm -hmm. it is after that that this movement comes because Jenny, the, the, the player, uh, said that she didn't don't, uh, consent to that kiss. And, and from there on, there has been a big movement uh, under the hashtag uh, Sakabu. 
it seems like some of this fits into a, a longer pattern as, as well, doesn't it? So, you know, it's not the first time that the women's national team have had to protest about the treatment they've received from the football authorities, is it? No, no, it isn't. And it's actually, if you don't take the context into the uh, scene, uh, you might think that this can be taken only as a sexual aggression, but it's not actually a sexual aggression, it's a sexist aggression because there was uh, for 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 a year a year ago there was a problem with 15 uh, women that came out uh, that, that protested because they were uh, having problems with the trainer with the manager and and with this uh, president 15 of them re- renounced to come to the to the uh, world cup uh, they had previously tried to make better condition to find better condition for women's players, and he had reacted uh, really uh, sort of bossy and quite uh, aggressive to, to to her. And and the attention has set on the kiss and the unconsented kiss, which is something that had to to the, the problem yeah. is the, the focus has been set on the uh, sexual aggression because of the law uh, and the and, and the big discussion that we have been having about this law that we can go into uh, mm-hmm. later but it actually has ha- has to do with a way of putting in their places uh, these women and mm-hmm. telling them that uh, the winner the, 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 we have won meaning the federation have won this uh, game and that they have to obey now by the laws and the uh, mandates that they are uh, putting through. So it's more a, 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 a case of a of a couple uh, of a of a. Um, it, remi- it reminds me more of the kiss of, of in, in in Godfather kissing his the brother mm. to say uh, you are dead than mm. than just uh, a sexual approach. And in that sense, when he behaves in this way, denying that uh, he had behaved in that way, saying that it was uh, a way of uh, uh, provoking this because she, she took him, she had mm. hugged him first. When, when, when saying that he's a good father and a good son, uh, and 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 blaming feminism. Uh, because of false feminism, explaining to the people, men explaining to the people what feminism is in this speech. When he does that, uh, there is a reaction of these women saying enough is enough. And that's what this Siakabo means. Uh, And this enough uh, is enough is is something which is quite new for me uh, from from, uh, the women's reaction until now. We fancy... We have seen uh, these these women were girls ten years ago when when there was this uh, match against uh, gender violence in Spain or the strike and, and uh, uh, women's strike in the in the eighteen or, or this manada uh, attack on on, on 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 in Pamplona uh, and these are the girls that came out saying we are not afraid we, we are not afraid. Uh, and, and they really are not anymore afraid of, of male chauvinism. And this this call uh, not to uh, allow them to be pushed down anymore has really widespread in the whole country, and it's really marvelous. Mm-hmm. 
No, it's it's, it's great the the reaction, isn't it? I mean, because you know. We watched that press conference like other people did, and and mm. you know we're amazed by the sort of brazen and unapologetic behaviour, mm. you know, um, and the sort of uh, patriarchal performance it's, in front of our eyes, you know. Um, but I mean, I think you've just been talking about it, really. But but what do you think this whole furore over football tells us about gender relations and and the political context in Spain more broadly, and and perhaps masculinity and patriarchal power within that? Do you think it, it, it has a wider sort of significance? Well, of course it has. I, I mean, uh, uh, football is is sanctuary of masculinity at this moment. Uh, that's why, in some sense, uh, there has been so, such a, a wide uh, discussion in the country because uh, and, and, and internationally because people that normally only talk about uh, uh, football, they don't talk about this sexist behavior and otherwise the other way around uh, too people that are not so much interested in in football are aware of this uh, uh, sexist uh, behavior so there has been a debate that normally we've got uh, about things that are not mainstream or not in the middle of the whole life but now everyone is was was talking about that Uh, when you asked me about the relevance of this for for women I started to ask uh, my the women in my in my family what how how w- w- in which place they uh, played football when they were young and my mother was uh, playing as a, as, as a uh, forward and my daughter as, as backwards so there has been coming out uh, this discussion in 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 general but football it's it's uh, capitalist neoliberal uh what is happening with the general with the federation in spain is what has happened uh, before with leagues uh champion leagues and and mm-hmm. so on uh, all over europe it's individualist it's uh competitive uh and it's of course homophobic uh, misogynist mm-hmm. uh, and and it's also uh, very hard for men too uh, the the things that women have to bear now is the things that young uh, uh, boys brought from South Africa or South uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Latin America uh, have to to feel under uh, this idea of sport, not only football but also football that uh, are turning to an spectacle. So, uh, in that sense. Um, talking about gender equality and gender violence uh, and sexual violence uh, when we get into sport we are getting into the um, core of, of what is happening in the whole society in, and it mm. is very interesting that we are able to talk to people about that I was interested uh, particularly in what you had to say about homophobia in, in uh, men's football as well because you know one of the positives that, that one could see in the women's football was you know, many players who were out, gay, proud of their sexuality, you know, and, and, and also demonstrating openly care for each other as well in ways that you don't so much see uh, amongst male players. So, yeah. you know, I, I think that was one of the positives, actually, which was, which was surprising to people mm. um, about yes. the whole tournament. There has been a lot of uh, uh, talk about uh, that that kind of football that women have brought 
had to do, mm. has to do with values that appeal to the the, the idea of of uh, teams and 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 collaboration that in in the origins of the origins of, of football was something that had to do much with working class uh, and that is not something that uh, it's so commercial so capitalist so neoliberal uh, in and i myself have some uh, doubts that uh, we uh, we are close to see that uh, football can be turned into a cooperative and collaborative feminist uh, mm. uh, experience but uh, it is very clear uh, to see how uh, the, the, the ending of discrimination of women and the the, the, the way that they bring into the, the, the new breath that they, the new air that they bring into into football uh, makes people uh, again uh, feel something that old football used to. Mm-hmm. So I guess as well, it's it's easy to focus uh, solely on Luis Rubiales, isn't it? But I suppose maybe the the point is mm. it's, it is much bigger than him, isn't it? It's about this whole system which is in yes. place, which has meant that he's been able to get to this position and he's been able to stay in this position despite the previous strikes by the players. Obviously, the, the manager stayed in place, didn't he, Jorge Vilda, despite the fact that the players were complaining about and going on strike about his behavior last year um and and yeah like even now i mean he's luis rubiales has been suspended by fifa hasn't he but only suspended and he ha- there's mm. been no action from uefa the european football body even though he's a vice president and and it seems like there has been a lot of effort to actually protect him right so it's not just that he's not just refusing to resign but actually a lot of people are still Protecting him, I guess, aren't they? So it yes, maybe it yes. says something about these these uh, very masculinized institutions and um, yes. and how 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 male power is quite entrenched mm. in in those, I guess. Yeah. Well, in this speech he gave, that uh, as we said, it was a performance of of male chauvinism and of patriarchy. He was uh, uh, pointing to the manager and telling him that he would uh, raise his uh, wage uh, from. He, he didn't remember the amount from perhaps a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. this this sort of uh, behavior that he had already done with all the territorial uh, people that were sitting there to take his apologies mm-hmm. uh, the Spanish Federation is organized in in regional fe- uh, uh, federations and these people have been getting money from this president to sort of run the business. There are lots of, of quarrels in between different organizations inside football. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. That is also something very patriarchal. But uh, mm, this guy uh, has up to 15 uh, scandals behind him. You m- perhaps don't know that uh, he brought this uh, national cup to our, uh, Arabia Saudi and uh, to the final was between, I don't remember anymore, Madrid and someone else, perhaps mm-hmm. uh, uh, Barcelona. And he has brought that. Uh, he got, uh, supposedly, he's, he's been getting money from there, from that, together with a well-known uh, Spanish player, Piqué. He's also been uh, investigated uh, for, for other things and has to do with, with money. Well, it's really a mafia. So in this sense, the, the keys was more the keys of, mm. of, of a couple uh, mm. is in 
people that have to be under them that mm -hmm. uh, someone that was trying to make a sexual advance although of course it is also a sexual attack mm -hmm. and and it is uh, it can be uh, prosecuted under the new law mm -hmm. Yeah, and I suppose it's important to highlight as well, isn't it? That obviously, this isn't just about Spain either, actually, is it? I mean, you yeah. can actually see these same issues coming up in other football and other sporting institutions across the world. I mean, here in England, there's, you know, going into the World Cup, there are issues about the team, you know, not being paid enough. There's been all sorts of different issues in terms of sexual harassment among some of the teams at the World Cup and issues around pay. So this is a global issue, isn't it? Um, but, but yeah, I was wondering if you could... Um, Tell us a bit more about this kind of say Acabo movement. Um, what kind of things has been happening with that? And I suppose some people have described it as Spain's like Me Too moment. And yeah, do you see it like that? Or yeah, well, uh, it has some, I would say, specific uh, uh, cultural uh, impact that has to do with with this uh, uh, machismo, uh, which is perhaps something more. Uh, Latin uh, than than North European or, or uh, in general, this 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 way of, of boasting and, be, and being uh, occupying the public space and and and, and show, showing off your virility and 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 uh, shouting a lot and 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 doing what he did in this uh, speech and 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 in the in the final sort of holding your your your, your your, your bollocks and and and, and doing uh, something that uh, at the beginning when we began to talk to, to work with men uh, long time ago we we tried to explain them uh, gender inequality and and they couldn't get the idea and so we we uh, tried to tell them that they were confusing gender with genetics with their bollocks and equality and equality with touching them uh, so the, this idea. Uh, that you can, uh, without any care, uh, uh, produce yourself as 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 uh, one of these male chauvinists, has come to an end. Uh, in in fact, in Spain, uh, and I hope that in the whole Latin world, uh, we will go quite quickly in this direction of uh, you cannot uh, come into a place and 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 tell them things that you were doing before and that now it are not anymore uh, accepted. In this sense, uh, you're, the, 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 what you are talking about now and men in, in Spain, there is really a change of what you now did and now you cannot do. We have mm -hmm. having many YouTubers uh, or, or people uh, announcing, showing what you could do. You could, uh, you could tell a girl that she was nice in the street. Now you cannot do that. That is harassment, and, and and this new way of being, so-called gentleman, uh, is is quite uh, a change in, in Spain. Uh, comes from the changes that women have produced. They will not accept that as as something that they have to uh, uh, to take uh, and, and 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 not say anything. So that would be something specific in, in Spain. But I think there is a change. Uh, that goes beyond uh, Me Too movement. It's this tag, uh, Se Acabo, uh, which has a new grammar. It's people, It's uh, of course, there are women that are taking their, their, their words and, 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 and they are uh, saying something to uh, the world. But mm. if Me Too is something that is said 
between women. Uh, it's a woman tell, telling the other, me too, uh, and calls of, uh, for sorority and, 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 and solidarity among women. This is a message direct to men. Mm. This has come to an end, and that mm. turns the, uh, the 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 attention uh, from one side to the other. Uh, that means that uh, uh, now we will see that uh, we will need something like a me too for men, but on the other side round, a you too. Uh, Many men haven't been able to say anything uh, about this. Uh, in my opinion, in this time, more because they are afraid and speechless than because they are accepting that. In fact, there's now a survey coming out and 75% of the people say that what this Rubiales did is not acceptable. Uh, and it is even a majority in the, in the right-wing parties uh so it must be i don't have the num the 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 the, the, the uh, numbers to know what the proportion of men and women but uh it's so general that it is uh being a majority everywhere mm-hmm. now the thing is that uh we will see that many men will have to think now how to stand about these uh, behaviors that perhaps will will go on being done uh, privately. But uh, there we have the problem of telling men how to behave. There is an example that might be easier to, to make you understand what I'm trying to say. Cadiz football team, it's, uh, it's, it's known to have uh, supporters from very left wing. Uh, they have been pushing the team to come out and say something. What did they say? They came out with a with 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 a, a, a sign saying, uh, "We are all Jenny." Mm. Of course, we are not all Jenny. We are all Rubiales, and that's the problem. <laughs> that that what the women are telling us is that mind your Rubiales, take care of it, and change it. And that is a change of of the scenario for me. And it is very interesting because that goes beyond this specific machismo. And, and comes to all the spheres and and will appeal uh, all the players and all the the young girls that have been having to put up with with trainers that have abused uh, them or mm-hmm. bosses uh, or mm-hmm. male uh, companions at work or uh, students and and that I think that is a, a new uh, a very mm-hmm. uh, interesting uh, development mm-hmm. of this Seacabo movement. Mm-hmm. I know you said you said a minute ago that you didn't have numbers from that survey about men and women's reactions, but I, I wondered if you wanted to comment on you know the reactions of different groups of men, you know, according yeah. to race or class or region or um, sexuality or you know, is there anything to, that one can say about that? Yes, uh, well, I don't have numbers of from um, a poll, but the impression is that the reaction, the general reaction, if I would describe it. Uh, it. It is men, including myself, have become speechless, which is the best the best sign of uh, feminist. I think that's the dream of all feminists to, to take the words from our mouth <laughs> and make us think what the hell is happening here. Of course, the the way that uh, some of us have uh, stayed silent 
uh, are different in, se in different sectors. Traditional men, uh, which are close to the right-wing men, have uh, felt that he uh, actually went too much farther away than you should do uh, publicly. It was so evident uh, that many men, even from these traditional sectors, have felt themselves uh, that they could not be uh, identified with this guy. But uh, they weren't able to come out and say anything. Uh, but when asked, they tend to say, uh, well, that is not something to do with uh, feminism or uh, machism. That is something to do with that man. People from the uh, men, from, from the uh, more progressive sectors, have felt, myself included, that uh, we have not speak uh, quick and clear enough. We were actually preparing, uh, we are actually prepare, uh, preparing a, a, a congress on, on football and, and, and gender violence. Uh, we've got a program in, the, in, in, in my organization, this foundation, which is Local Room Talk, we brought from, from Sweden, that, that we are doing in, 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 in colleges and uh, everywhere. So we want to make one this 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 congress about uh, this discussion because we knew that we have to get into the football scenery. But when that happened, it was so obvious that so many men had been speechless, had said nothing against this, had accepted that as, as normal. That one feels that uh, one better stay uh, hears what the women are saying mm. afterwards. All men, all kinds of men have been coming out and saying, uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, every time, every day there is a, a, a football player saying uh, that. Today there was one of the well-known uh, Spanish uh, uh, football players saying that he doesn't agree with what this Rubiales did, did. But there is still not the reflection, the personal reflection of, how much of Rubiales is there in you? And, and what do you should be changing not to be a Rubiales? And I think that that should be the next step. And for that, we need a, a, a feminist agenda on men, a masculinity, a, a way of talking from feminism to men and say what type of changes we are expecting from masculinities. Not only that, that, that we as men have uh, enjoyed and, and used for our privileges, but this dominant masculinity that is also being offered as a model for women, for football players uh, also. So in that sense, it is very important what from the side of organizations like Men Engage uh, uh, can be done in, at this moment. Mm. Um, my sense is that, that Spain is relatively unusual in having, you know, a, a small but relatively strong, politically active pro-feminist men's movement, you know, epitomised, as you say, by Men Engage Iberia and, and you know, the network you've built up that you're, you're part of. How have the network been able to respond? I think you produced well, a statement, didn't you? Yes, we issued a, a statement quite quickly and I'm quite satisfied on what we did. We have to do more. 
and we have to do more with with uh, the alliance with the global alliance because we need the the international uh, pressure to go on uh, and in that sense i wanted to to thank you to bring this uh, this topic into your podcast because we still need to go on pressing mm. otherwise mm. perhaps rubiales will go out of office but rubialism to call it that way machism mm, right. will stay on uh, mm. it's the vice president right. is now being become the president uh, all the people at the uh, communication staff that try to pressure this woman are still there and will be still be there the two uh, national uh, managers uh, trainers are still in post and they st- they, they, they had uh, abide by 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 this position of of the president so we need to make more pressures and pressures and go beyond fifa ideas of taking away this these these exceptions as they think and and keeping these structures that are out of control and they can be used for more capitalist neocolonial uh, way of football so i think we've got to 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 go on uh, there the thing is to be able to talk uh, to these uh, women and to uh, produce a changes in law that allow the minds of these uh, women uh, to be taken into account. There's only one woman uh, in the whole uh, stage of, of of the federation. I'm afraid it will be the same in all sports in uh, around the world. Uh, so you need to bring in uh, more women to to post, mm. and and there had to be more ways of uh, preventing mistreatment and and mm. in general also uh, mm. with boys and and and, and men which are quite uh, extended. When we talk about first line uh, sports uh, stars, like for mm-hmm. instance, uh, this tennis player, uh, which is now a very young guy, he, he would say that he needed head, heart, and ballocks to explain what he needs to, to be a, a, a winner. In fact, he's uh, playing more than he should uh, for his health. Uh, mm. They are being exploited uh, mm. more than, than than any idea of exercise and care should take mm. into account. So all this reflection has to come there. All that we are uh, talking about caring uh, outside football has to be brought into the discussion. And we should do more there. And, and, mm. and I think we should try among us to uh, open the debate how this has to be said. Yeah, well, I think that's such a good point as well that you you highlight there because, of course, this culture, this macho culture, in the end, is actually very harmful for men as well, isn't it? So, so creating change in the end is beneficial for everyone. Um, one thing that I was thinking as well, based on what you were saying, I do think the the footage of Rubiales' speech is very powerful, isn't it? Because because of the fact that everybody claps, and I feel like that is such a good illustration of men's because it is predominantly men in this hall isn't it listening to him speak because as you said Mm. there's only a few women in the football federation and um and all these men are just clapping along with this this unbelievable speech he's just given including the manager of the women's team the manager of the men's team these men who are supposed to be leaders but they're all just clapping and it's i think it's a very you know, unfortunate and powerful demonstration of that kind of complicity and that silence of men, isn't it? Which you were, which you were talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, the, the, the whole, uh, uh, the whole 
speech and the stage of, of, of that uh, audience mm -hmm. uh, uh, will be used by all the people that are t working with masculinity in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. All of us are saying, oh my God, look, look at that, look at that. It's really uh, a performance of masculinity. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. difficult to have that mm -hmm. so, so clear. But yeah. um, you know that we made this match in, in Sevilla uh, under the slogan, silence make us accomplice. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we had already done a new sort of slogan, uh, a, a new uh, call that meant machismo is violence. Uh, mm -hmm. You don't have to hit and to, 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 to batter at anyone uh, mm -hmm. to accept uh, uh, violence. Something was... That, that, that was something that was not clear in Spain and was just take, taken as a joke or as a uh, micro-machist behavior. Mm. That is what is, has come in general to the idea of men that you cannot now do that. Uh, and that demands a change which is, which is something we have to think about. Because mm. if it is only being put as uh, this... Uh, uh, accusing punitive uh, uh, discourse uh, against men. If we are imagining that the end of this match is that the women's team will win the men's team, uh, yeah. we are not changing things. Perhaps uh, we are very far away of, 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 of this uh, idea of, of having teams that are not divided into men and, and, mm -hmm. and, and women. But uh, we can now talk of how men can engage in the changes that women are producing, also mm -hmm. in football and in sport, where men are, are really interested and, and, and working. And in that sense, I think that we that have been working for that a long time now have the chance of... Uh, uh, trying to introduce our, our view of, of, mm -hmm. of, of a feminist uh, agent of men and, and, and masculinities. Uh, and it, mm -hmm. it's something that now we, have, we are feeling the push. We are being called everywhere uh, from everybody to do things with men now uh, because of these changes that women are, uh, are making to happen. So I think that in that sense, it's a very good time uh, to be here and to go on working on this line. Mm. Yeah, it actually makes me think a little bit about the situation in the UK as well. And I feel like there's a lot of change happening, isn't there, in gender relations? Like, you yes. know, what you were talking about, the impact, you know, on men, for example, because we there was a very high-profile murder here a couple of years ago mm -hmm. of a woman called Sarah Everard, and it I think it had that similar effect that you're describing. Um, and, of course, this isn't, as we as you said, this isn't, there's been lots of developments going on in recent years, such as the introduction of this new law. After this horrific uh, La Manada Wolfpack case in Pamploma in 2016, there was also a movement then called Quintalo or Tell It, of yes. women really challenging like you know men's violence against women and, and sexual violence and and so it led to the introduction of this law only yes means yes under which you know consent must be freely given and cannot be assumed by default or by mm. silence um so it seems like there's a lot of change going on in in spanish society and um yeah i mean you've been involved in this kind of pro-feminist anti-violence movement for a long time i mean does it really feel like things are shifting in a significant way for you uh, yes, because of these things? yes mm. definitely definitely and it's something that 
really one is grateful to uh, being part of it because uh, mm. it's something that I actually didn't expect uh, anymore. Mm. Uh, mm. And this change is happening now and it's very intense. The, this law, uh, which is actually a message that uh, goes not only for Spain, but for the whole uh, Europe. It's just uh, putting into action of the uh, Istanbul Convention. And, and the change is, 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 is very important because uh, it comes from the idea that consent has to be not only negative, uh, but mm. uh, active. It's not that you have to say no when you are being abused, but uh, that they have to ask you and you have to say yes. Uh, mm. actively mm. to accept any t- a type of uh, sexual relationship. That changes the, 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 the match. That changes mm. the, the way because until now we have been uh, having to prove that women uh, uh, did, have, uh, did, did, did all that they could not to be uh, abused or raped or, mm. or whatever. But now what is happening and what is happening to this man to this Rubiales, is that it's him that has to prove that he asked and he took the measures to feel and to make clear that she was consented. Mm. And and that's why he's saying that he asked her uh, when he obviously didn't. Uh, mm. he, he, he was confessing that it was in a moment of, of euphoria uh, because of, the, of, of winning um, in which you really uh, don't can't believe that someone asked another person, shall we have a peck? Uh, it's, is, is that something, shall, shall we kiss? Uh, is that something mm-hmm. that he did normally with this girl or with mm-hmm. the, the, the people from, from the staff? Uh, mm-hmm. It is obvious something that he's inventing. Uh, he's mm-hmm. using a salabi, preparing his defense against this uh, a law that now makes him having to prove that he try to uh, uh, obtain the consent from, from this woman. And this changes the relationship of power, which is mm. had to do with gen- gender. So this that is now being introduced and, and put in the middle of society through football in Spain mm. shall have to be done uh, at the European level that is yeah. not being uh, uh, used. Mm. And in the same way that we are contributing in this uh, debate, what happened in England, uh, in Britain, with, with this, this, uh, this research on, on the police and the institutions, mm. uh, it's something that I feel that we missed here very much in Spain mm. uh, because more the, much of the problem that we have with the law and the quarrel that was used in the uh, elections uh, here in Spain uh, to, to favour the, the right wing had to do that with the fact that judges uh, were applying the law uh, without this knowledge of difference between uh, active or, or, or passive uh, consent. And they did that not because they didn't have the, the theoretical uh, knowledge, but because mm. there is a, tile, a part of, of police and, 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 and judges that simply don't want to make the changes happen. So I think that it is from these international uh, networks that can be uh, seen in every time a place what the better solution to the problems we have in each uh, country, uh, that we have to 
work local in this in this uh, uh, sense. And I hope though that we are uh, able to do that uh, mm. in the future because it's a relevant contribution mm. to feminism. So, do you feel? Just lastly, do you feel that? Do you feel optimistic about you know? the positive impact that the women's team winning the World Cup could have beyond just that match, beyond football, you know, in terms of its impact on, on men, on society. Do you feel uh, hopeful about the future? Well, I, I was brought up in a very machist society. Mm. Uh, many of the things that are happening were simply not really uh, thinkable when I was a young man. Seeing young girls coming out of in the uh, on the streets uh, after this this uh, brutal uh, group rape mm. that uh, was happening uh, in Pamplona, calling out and say that we we are not afraid, we are not afraid. Uh, the night is also ours. Uh, for me, who has I do have a, a, a two girls uh, uh, of that age. Mm. It's really something very uh, moving. It's, it's very hopeful. Of course, I'm not saying that uh, from this movement on there won't be any more uh, sexual uh, uh, abuse or uh, even that it will be more difficult sometimes to spot it and to point mm. it out uh, because uh, many men will now learn to do without this boasting public attitude uh, the same things that they have done at work, at family or, or at the sport. But uh, just seeing that uh, this uh, way of taking the protagonism in everything, even in the time, in the time that a team of women wins the World mm -hmm. Cup uh, and that we at least for a time, stay speechless, is for me something that really uh, makes me feel that we will go on and that we have to go on on this line because, uh, yes, it's not only the changes in gender, it's the changes in general. We have not talked about the Spanish context, but uh, it's something that you've got to take into it. Just two months ago, there was a, a local elections and the right wing was coming uh, won uh, by a lot of uh, new governments around the, all the regional governments. What the new uh, governments that have taken into office have been doing about gender uh, has been decisive to mm. produce uh, well a movement uh, in the left and vote uh, against the, uh, the, the the possibility that we had now a very right wing uh, um, party. So, in that sense, it's not only with feminism; it's not only the men's movement. It's also all that's had to do with the changes in in in, in ecology, in peace, in 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 equality in general uh, for society. And I think show us the way that can be uh, done. Uh, of course, it's feminism uh, what uh, is carrying uh, the day, but uh, uh, it's a long um, way to equality. Uh, and, and for me, at this moment, what has happened, it's enough to say that it has been a great victory of this uh, Spanish 
a women's yeah. team. Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Hilary. Okay. <laughs> Wow, what a powerful conversation with Ilario. Um, I'm glad you're back with us, Sandy. Sorry that you dropped out for yeah. a few minutes there. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, folks. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we'll just briefly just sum up here because this is just a, a special kind of extra episode, so we won't uh, hang around for long. But I think it's just, just important, isn't it, Sandy, to kind of perhaps just reflect again about how inspiring and amazing and powerful the actions of the Spanish women's team have been really you know the fact that so many have gone on strike and refused to play again until things change you know that that's potentially really costly and damaging for their careers there's a huge sacrifice there isn't there and I think taking mm. that kind of action is is just very inspiring and I hope you know more men speak out and join them in that level of action and solidarity I guess mm. yeah and no, I um I was struck by what he had to say about the fact that you know, these young women have grown up during a period in which gender relations have been really, you know, under the microscope in Spain, really, and, and you know, mm. been there when some of these discussions have taken place around Me Too, Ser um, Cabo, and, you know, and so on. And and actually, they, mm. they get this stuff, you know, they understand mm. this stuff, and they are quite challenging in a way that maybe they wouldn't have been, you know, tw even 20 years ago. So so I find mm. that that's quite powerful. And, and the other thing I just wanted to mention was when he talked about the example of the Cadiz team and they had mm. said, you know, we're all Yeni Homoso. And he said what they should say is we're all Rubiales. And that mm. to me encapsulates, you know, mm. um, the notion that, that actually men need to look at their own responsibilities in this regard. And it's about time they did. Yeah, absolutely. There, this is such a powerful case to which we could all reflect on in that regard. I think, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, we should probably stop there um, for this episode. But hopefully, we'll be back um, with another one soon. Um, so in the meantime, as always, do subscribe to Now Men if you haven't done so already. Share it with your friends and colleagues. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye.